Money FM 89.3, the best of the afternoon update. Money in the market on Money FM 89.3. Welcome to Money in the Market. I'm Hong Bin Jung. India's economy is navigating a path of recovery amid increased global macro financial risk and a highly uncertain outlook. Its economy likely expanded by 7% last year, maintaining its status as one of the fastest growing major economies. And so to give us an outlook of the Indian economy in 2023, joining us on the phone today is Ho Min Lee, Asia macro strategist at Lombard Odier. Hi, Roman. Thank you for joining us today. Hi, Hongbin. Uh, thank you for your kind invitation and uh, honor to be on the show and Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year to you too. So, you know, India is, of course, one of the world's fastest growing major economies. What's the outlook like for India's economy? So, um, well, like the other uh, major economies, uh, India will see a bit of slowdown in growth mm-hmm. this year uh, due to substantially more restricted macroeconomic policy. And mm. uh, for that reason, we expect real GDP growth to slow down from 7% to 6% in mm-hmm. calendar year 2023. And one of the major factors for this will be uh, a soft patch for consumption because consumers are now reacting to higher interest rates mm. and prices. Uh, so that's really uh, that's beginning to bite, and we, we start to see that in the hard data. Mm. Now, um, uh, eventually, um, uh, because inflation is coming down, uh, right. policy setting will shift. And uh, for that reason, we expect consumption to rebound uh, you know, in the second half of the year. Mm. And 6% is, is, uh, is basically in line with what we see as the potential growth for India. Okay. Um, and uh, with the 6% growth, uh, it will still be the fastest growing, one of the fastest growing economies in the world uh, mm. this year. Okay, okay. And just overall, you know, Asia's big economies, they failed to roar during 2022, weighed down by the continuing COVID-19 pandemic, rising interest rates and slowing growth globally. How much was India's economy impacted by these bugbears? Actually, last year, India was one of the few economies that uh, did pretty well, uh, despite the shocks uh, from China and the global commodities market. Mm -hmm. That was primarily due to uh, pretty healthy domestic demand, Mm. especially uh, business investment. Uh, So the banking sector was able to create a lot of credit uh, for the business sector. Uh, So you had a a fairly robust growth in uh, uh, business investment last Mm -hmm. year. Now, it's it's going to be very difficult to replicate that this year. Uh, so uh, it's going to slow down a bit. But overall, um, the, the performance of uh, India's economy last year was uh, fairly decent. Mm-hmm. OK, so what factors are likely to drive growth in India's economy this year then? Uh, we think uh, consumers will eventually come back. Mm. Um, uh, so that's going to provide a bit of floor for economic okay. growth. Um, uh, so, uh, of course, if you look at the hard data, um, uh, they were decelerating into the end of, uh, uh, you know, into the new year. Uh, but, um, uh, you know, we expect the, the RBI to, uh, you know, pause, uh, you know, from February forward. Uh, mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, that's going to create a slightly calmer uh, environment for the financing activities. And, uh, you know, in terms of the medium term trajectory, uh, we still think the country is in a very nice place uh, mm-hmm. to, to keep up with this industrialization efforts. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, if you combine these factors together, uh, we think uh, consumption will be an anchor. Uh, mm-hmm. In the second half of the year, uh, the industries will also start to uh, rebound a bit. So that's that's the basic profile uh, of growth that we see um, mm-hmm. uh, for the Indian economy this year. Okay, okay. So, you know, inflation was lower than the central bank's target in November for India. When do you expect the Reserve Bank of India's policy rate to peak then? So, um, 
Inflation is already coming down. Yeah. Uh, it, it's been fairly elevated above the RBI's uh, target range of you know, 2 to 6% for quite a while. But since the fourth quarter last year, it's beginning to come down. Um, mm. And this is partly due to stabilizing food and energy prices, okay. um, which, which, is a, you know, which are very important factors, by the way, mm. uh, due to its uh, unique uh, uh, state of economic development. Uh, you know, India's exposures to the volatilities mm-hmm. uh, in commodities market is much higher mm. than uh, more industrialized uh, economies. So, mm. uh, for instance, for the consumer pricing inflation, you know, food and beverage prices account for roughly 45%. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you, know, uh, you know, what we call fuel and lighting, uh, you know, uh, components also take up roughly about 6%. So mm. this is basically half of the CPI. And so you need um, stabilization uh, on these fronts. Fortunately, uh, this is what's happening, and we expect this condi- uh, condition to be maintained. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if, if you are right, inflation will come down below the upper bound of the RBI uh, you know, target band uh, in the middle of the year. Mm-hmm. And I think the trend is con- you know, convincing enough for the RBI to basically stop rate hikes. Mm. So we think uh, the February meeting will see the, you know, will mark the last rate hike by the RBI mm-hmm. uh, before it, it stops the, uh, you know, uh, maintains the, you know, benchmark repo rate at 6.5%. And the bank will likely keep it at that level mm. for the remainder of the year. So, so okay. this is what we expect for inflation and policy. Okay, okay. Now I just want to shift my attention for maybe what investors might be interested in. Are there any big opportunities that lie ahead when it comes to investing in India? India is a uh, very interesting uh, long-term uh, you know, investment story mm-hmm. for us. Okay. And um, uh, uh, so it will, it will definitely you know, uh, represent a part of our global you know, diversified portfolios, mm-hmm. um, uh, especially the foreign currency bonds, Mm. Uh, and some, uh, you know, high quality stocks for mm-hmm. which the, you know, foreign investors have better access. Now, for bonds, there are already many dollar denominated bonds that are issued by high quality or high growth mm. Indian companies that are readily available for investors outside India. Mm. So we're making very active use of these names in our discretionary and, uh, you know, advisory portfolios for mm. both our Asian and European clients. Uh, and the Indian dollar debt universe as a whole uh, is still an important part of our emerging market bond allocation as well. Okay. For stocks, um, you know, there are some stocks that are, you know, not traded outside India. Mm. So uh, a more reasonable approach for most investors is probably to use uh, collective investment schemes or funds. Um, uh, that still allows a bit of the, you know, risk management and uh, you know, selection of some investment style. Mm. Usually, um, in a period of slowdown, it makes sense to focus on high-quality large companies. Mm-hmm. And this is kind of the set uh, we're currently focusing on in terms of investment advice. Uh, but once you start to have a more visible kind of stabilization and recovery in the second half of the year, mm-hmm. uh, perhaps uh, you could uh, be a bit more aggressive. Mm-hmm. Um, so... The, the large companies, uh, you know, for the stocks, uh, you know, uh, currently are focused. Mm-mm. We're almost out of time, but very quickly, you know, India has a dream of becoming a $10 trillion economy. Can that be achievable soon? When do you expect India to hit that milestone? So we think that Mark can be rich. Uh, maybe in the mid-2030, mm-hmm. um, uh, we're assuming potential growth rate of 6% and RBI is targeting 4% inflation. Okay. So, you know, that implies 10% GDP, nominal GDP growth per year. So if you simply assume that without significant change in foreign currency exchange rate, that basically puts India on a path to $10 trillion mark mm. in uh, mid-2030. Uh, so we okay. think it's a reasonable goal oh, uh, in our view. That's very soon. Well, thank you so much, Homan, for joining us today. 
My pleasure. Thank, Thank you. you. We've been speaking to Ho Min Lee, Asia macro strategist at Lombard Odier. Stay with Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.